podcast world welcome to another episode of e2e if you haven't guessed already it's shelby here in the podcast studio aka remain classroom at family bible church in chandler arizona and today i have the pleasure of being with david sandy hello good to be here it's great to have you and then we have a new guest on the podcast please welcome first appearance Bailey Drake. Hey guys! Yay! Yay! <laughs> we are so excited to have Bailey here. She is such a joy to have in Remain and in our lives. And so let's see. Um, David, what was the first question we asked you in your first episode on I'm the podcast? Not, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I think one of them was like, if you had a pet frog, what would you name it? If I had a pet frog, oh. You can't think about this deeply. Okay, no, I actually know one that um, that just came into my mind immediately. In honor of Princess and the Frog, I would name him <laughs> Naveen. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's an underrated gem of a movie. If you haven't watched it, it's on Disney+. Plus. You should watch it. <laughs> so, yeah. something about Bailey is she is a Disney nerd. She knows everything <laughs> there is to know about Disney. So, mm-hmm. if you have a co- Disney question... Ask Bailey. Yes. <laughs> we had a phone line. I would go like, send in your Disney questions, but this isn't a radio show. So. <laughs> Podcasts are different from radio. It's yes. just us. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we're here to have a good time. And as always, uh, the purpose of this podcast is just to help equip you who are listening and even to equip us who are talking about just how to live, live for Jesus and to live in a godly way. Um, so we hope that what we say encourages you and is honestly just a flat pl- platform platform <laughs> or <laughs> foundation <laughs> for you to just kind of dig in to your own research for some of these topics that mm-hmm. we discuss. Um, so today I'll just get right into it because I did not come up with a fantastic transition. <laughs> Who needs um, transitions? <laughs> We've <right>. got Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. Okay, but today we're going to be talking about the heart of worship and what that really means and what that looks like in our lives and and how 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 we should uh really develop that within us. So, first question to start off with is what is worship? Oh boy. I love this question. Oh boy. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Are you good if I start off? Please do. So, another thing about me is that my major is actually in worship ministry from Grand Canyon University, loops up, uh, <laughs> class of 2020. So I spent four years um, with, you know, basically surrounded with music theory and theology all kind of melded together into one major. Um, and I was really grateful for that. I really loved that major. And we talked a lot, obviously, about what it is to worship. And there's a really great book out there, if you're interested, called Worship Matters. It's really great, especially for mm-hmm. aspiring worship leaders. Um, but a big thing that I really love to talk about with worship, it's kind of like how you can sort of hear the word worth in there. Mm. It's like worth ship. Um, obviously that's not how we spell it, but I love, I think that a great starting point for worship is to recognize that God is worth so much more than we could have ever imagined. And it's, there's no other real reaction to it than it an outpouring of music, which is what, you know, we do like, okay, we're going to have time for praise and worship is singing, but worship in my mind is so much more than just singing. And I think this is kind of Mm -hmm. what it is to have a heart of worship is that it's not just in the singing or, you Mm -hmm. know, 
sharing your testimony. Um, although those are two really big parts of it. It's just in your day-to-day life, your attitude, how you conduct yourself, how you interact with others. And the fact of like, you choose to praise God over complaining about something like, Oh, it's, you know, it's super cold outside today. Wow. I don't like that. Or wow. God, thank you that you made this world that the temperature is exact. So exact that, you know, it doesn't, and catastrophically for us humans um that so that thanking god that outlook on life is showing how much worth god has Mm. Mm. yeah i come to this from like a almost almost entirely opposite perspective i guess like so much like you bailey i care very deeply about music it's a very Mm -hmm. big part of my life Mm -hmm. i did not go to college for it though um (laughs) but First and foremost, I am a teacher. I love to mm-hmm. get down deep into the meanings of things, and I love words and and how they can affect us. But so when I when I looked at worship, I actually had the opportunity to do a Sunday school lesson on this many years ago. Um, but when you look at the the Hebrew and the Greek, when you look at the words used for worship in the Bible, it comes down to this like little word picture of flattening yourself on the floor in front of someone. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's always um, interchangeable with like bow down or prostrate yourself Mm -hmm. uh, to do obeisance to. That's a great word. Um, (laughs) It is a good word. Go down on your knees too. (laughs) It's this idea of showing that you are less than God. Or, mm-hmm. or in other cases, showing that you are in complete submission, complete obedience to something, whether it's God or idols. Um, but this idea of saying, God, you are great. That, that idea of worth, right? Mm-hmm. God, you yeah. are great. You are wonderful. Mm-hmm. You are far beyond anything I could ever be. I'm raising my hand for you podcast people. I'm mm-hmm. like showing how great God is. Um, <laughs> but that that physical act of saying how amazing he is in comparison to who we are as humans and just mm-hmm. giving it laying it all in front of him being in total surrender um and to some degree we have that in our in our times of worship in our praise when we're raising our hands in surrender when we're when we're worshiping god our eyes are closed our hands are up it's that that vulnerability right mm-hmm. but from the from the biblical sense it's it's like a step further than that not only mm-hmm. are you your your hands are nowhere that you could defend yourself but your entire posture is just flat you're done yeah you're yeah. there's there's nothing more you can do god you are greater i trust you completely it's that complete surrender mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think an important part of this i guess Michelle B, if I'm I'm asking another question, but um, go for it. I love what's it. the difference between worship and praise? That is exactly Ooh. what I was gonna ask next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys awesome. are on such hit a the, wavelength. Hit the nail on the head. Um, nice. I guess I will contribute to the conversation if that's okay. Please do. Um, <laughs> but something that I was thinking about leading up to this podcast, um, has been uh, Romans 12.1, which is, mm. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And just thinking about how 
in that verse, it doesn't say anything about singing. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of times we think of like, uh, especially, I don't know, just in the American church, I guess yeah. I can't speak <laughs> for, I can't speak for other cultures, but uh, when we say worship service, we usually think of like praise and singing, which I, like you said, Bailey, I do think that is definitely a part of it. But like this this verse is talking about presenting our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice. And that's our spiritual act of worship. And Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of going into like how worship plays a part in our everyday lives. Like, first of all, it says like as a, as a living sacrifice. So Mm -hmm. like we are alive, like we're doing things and like the sacrifice part is like, I guess would probably be laying down what I want to do in order to take up what, what God wants me to do instead. So I feel like worship could be more of, again, still has that singing component to it, but it's also a lifestyle and a choice that you can make in your actions. Um, Whereas I think praise would be more, more like wholeheartedly centered on the like singing and music part mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and giving thanks yeah. as and well. I, and I want to add with the living <laughs> sacrifice, it's not, this isn't just a one and done thing. Yes. Not like the sacrifices of the Old Testament where it was like, okay, you know, you're, you're good for the next however many days, you know, it, it, it's done. See you at the next one. Um, it's the, it's the act of you're continuously doing it because if mm-hmm. you think about it, Every choice we make, we have the opportunity to either be a living sacrifice to God or to not be a living sacrifice to God. It's a, it's a thing that we do daily. It's a, it's always these choices that we're making. So yeah, I, I love, I love this verse so much about, especially how this is your true and, and proper worship and that it's pleasing to God. It's not just the thing of, oh, we're doing this. Yes, we're doing it to obey God, but it also makes God very happy. Mm. Which I personally would rather spend my life doing that instead yeah. of instead of the opposite. <laughs> so yeah. I I absolutely love that part of the verse too. <laughs> it's it's a special verse in not just I I like the picture of um, priests right this this word wor- service right or service worship. Mm-hmm. It's a weird compound word that means like both service and worship. This is your spiritual act of worship or service. It depends on what translation you'll look at as to which it'll pick. Or there's one I think the NAS will say service of worship. Mm -hmm. Um, And this idea of how the priests, right, the, the Levitical priests would spend their entire lives serving God in subservience to God. I'm using huge words here. In complete it's a obedience, great word, though. I, <laughs> I love big words. They're so much fun. Um, but they had their entire lives as an act of worship and an act of service, and they're mm. kind of interlinked. And I guess to come back around to this idea of praise versus worship, any any act of subservience to God or service to God can be an act of worship. It's that mm-hmm. idea of God, you Absolutely. are greater. Whereas praise is telling God directly that he's wonderful. Oh, I like We that. don't have to be flat on the floor to tell God he's wonderful. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's so true. Um, and so when, when, when it comes to singing, 
when we're worshiping God, we are singing to him while being in that mental state, that mental position of God, you are great. God, mm-hmm. you are, I am less, I am submitting to you. Mm-hmm. Whereas when right. it comes to praise and singing, it's saying, God, you're wonderful. I love you so much. You've done so much. It's, it's, it's more thankful. Yeah, it's thankful. It's an act of celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I guess we could boil it down to submission versus celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think that's great. And Absolutely. both praise and worship are not just limited to singing. So for all of you out there who yeah. are not singers, <laughs> yes. This I'm not this is not a free pass for you to not sing to God. There are other <laughs> verses that talk about praising him with song. Yeah, the the Bible talks about it. It's is very biblical to sing. But <laughs> you can live a life of praise. You can live a life of worship mm-hmm. without having sung anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for those of you who are not singers, I'm pretty sure I don't have a reference. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but they, I think somewhere in the Bible it says, make a joyful noise. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's in Psalms. Yeah. It, yeah. Does <laughs> not, it does not mean make a noise that is in tune. <laughs> <laughs> it says make a joyful noise. So as long as you are singing with joy, like... Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. It all it all sounds really really good to God, <laughs> as long as you're singing with joy. So <laughs> yes, I don't remember if it was in like Nehemiah or Ezra. It I, was either like when the I the temple was just okay. did remember it. It's actually in Psalm 100. It's okay. like the very first verse. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm thinking of a like oh. an actual Bible story. Oh, when the when the Israelites. Um, finished either building the wall or the temple. We'll have to double check this, but um, they they were so overjoyed that this building project was done and that God had protected them through it that they they like made this noise. They yelled. It was so loud that the people around could hear yeah. them. It was it was crazy, and that's a joyful noise. It's yeah. praise to God. And it probably wasn't in tune. It was probably no, it really was just, bad it was shouting. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still an act of praise to God, um, Mm -hmm. which is really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, because we've been kind of building up to this. Another question I had was kind of like, like how how do you um, cultivate in yourself a heart of worship? Mm -hmm. And like what does... Or here, actually, yeah. What does what does it mean to have a heart of worship, and how how would you cultivate that in your life? It's an awesome question. Things got <laughs> deep. I wow, know. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I love word pictures. Like I mentioned, the the idea of a couple word pictures, the idea of flattening myself, and then the idea of being a priest and having that life of service. And that's kind of the, one of the biggest things for me of of cultivating that is having those pictures and saying, okay, God has called me a priest, right? God has made me purified. I, I'm here to live a life of service to him. And am I fulfilling my duties as a child of God, as a priest of God? Um, and then just realizing that oftentimes in my own heart, I'm not flat on the floor in front of God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And realizing, wait, 
what what is even what is my actual in real life posture right now mm-hmm. is my nose in the air am i going around self-consciously saying i'm the best right when when is that pride kind of creeping in and that realization of my heart is in a place that needs to be flat before god mm-hmm. right um and then i guess another thing is having a heart for jesus like having a heart for god mm. and when you are in a place that you truly love Jesus more than anything else. It comes rather naturally mm-hmm. to want to praise him, to want to give thanks to him and mm-hmm. to want to, to serve him, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be submissive to him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I want to sort of add on to that about, you know, the, what's my attitude? What is my, because, um, being on worship teams for for so many years it's easy sometimes it's too easy to sort of think to yourself oh i'm in front of these people i'm doing all this and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're someone who's full of yourself it means you're a human being um so (laughs) it's it's a it's a human reaction to have but this is something that I learned, you know, sort of on my own, but I also heard it sort of um, backed up or I think the word is corroborated. I don't know. I, I, it I, is. Okay. I want to, I'm careful using big words in front of David because <laughs> I, because he, he actually knows what they mean. So, <laughs> I, um, so uh, <laughs> anyway, um, professors corroborated it by say, by, you know, talking about it at, at GCU, um, that we are not necessarily, we're not in front of people to, put on a show like oh look at us we're there to set the example mm-hmm. um so that is not you're not going to be setting a good example for jesus if in your heart you're just like oh you know how am i looking on the live stream you know did i did i hit that note right um because the thing is you don't have to be up on the stage kind of like shelby said you don't have to you know carry a perfect tune you can still set an awesome example from wherever you are you could be in the sound booth setting a good example you could be in the congregation setting a good example and again that's not just in the in the worship that's just kind of my springboard that i'm using um to to sort of step into this of how anybody can set a good example for others because you don't know um how your sort of your interaction with someone could impact a life you don't know basically it's kind of like how I used to tell my vacation Bible school students, like we're always watching you and you might not know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and there's people who could be watching you or could, you know, Mm -hmm. see you and pay attention to you for even a 30 second interaction and you don't know it. And I think that worshipful stance um, is a way that we set that example, plant the seed in somebody who may be struggling or may not know Jesus yet, but we want them to know Jesus. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing one of the biggest things i've learned cultivating that heart of worship is knowing that god put you here for a reason maybe that reason could be to um to be an example to somebody Mm -hmm. that's a really important point i yeah if you've got more to say shelby Uh, but um one of the biggest things that's stuck out to me as i've served in worship and served in praise teams before has been um, something that Barry, our worship leader, has said in the past of being like a big arrow to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Being, mm-hmm. you're up there, you're singing, people are looking at you, but what you want to happen 
is that when they see you, they see you totally focused on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they look straight to him and they say, God, you are wonderful. You are great. Absolutely. Um, And that doesn't just have to be when you're up there singing. Mm -hmm. Your Mm -hmm. life can be one that is so focused on Jesus that you are a lens that everyone else sees you and they go straight to him. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. So I guess kind of to summarize, like, uh, David, you mentioned talking about um, when we're just having a heart that is dedicated to following and loving Jesus, like the worship just kind of outpours mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. our lives. And that's so awesome. And Bailey, I liked what you were saying about how uh, like being that arrow to Jesus, being like pointing other people to Jesus and uh, more specifically in the worship sense. And that that's been really awesome. I think we've had some pretty good combos here today. <laughs> some pretty good points. Um, I guess one thing that I just uh, I have two two quick points that I just kind of wanted to make as we wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but another verse that was coming to my mind was um, uh, just thinking about like why why would God care so much about our hearts while we're mm-hmm. worshiping Him. Um, and a verse that came to mind was Hosea 6, 6, which, um, says, for I desire loyalty rather than sacrifice and the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. And like God wants our hearts when we're worshiping him in our lives and in our songs and in our music to be really genuinely focused on him. I know even as someone who's grown up in the church, it can, it can be like, oh yeah, I've I've heard this song before. I know all the words. Like, let me just sing this with my eyes closed and look like I'm this holy person (laughs) standing in in front of everything. Uh, But, like, God really wants our hearts in those moments. Um, So that's just something to think about, like, as you're you're worshiping God in in service on Sundays or and as you're going throughout your life. Um, and then another just real quick thing is <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. we don't always feel like worshiping God. But mm-hmm. I think an important thing to remember with kind of what Bailey was talking about at the beginning of the episode is uh, just how God is worth our praise. Mm-hmm. He is worthy of our praise, even when we don't necessarily feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um and I could so. honestly talk for like a whole hour about how <laughs> worship is not here to make you feel good. But that is yeah. another story another for episode. another day. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully you guys got some got some good good nuggets mm-hmm. out of that. Um, and you guys have any last thoughts or anything? Honestly, just remember that worship is a heart attitude. Mm. That praise is a heart attitude. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to fake it till you make it, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily going to work. It's yeah. it's quite literally hollow. Yes. Um, just live a life with a heart for Jesus, a heart of praise, a heart of worship, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the actions will follow. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. might find yourself singing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so true. I've witnessed that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>